One, two, three, four! You're listening to The Grit Splits, a podcast featuring two brothers, Mikey Puckett and Connor Puckett. We grew up as childhood Atlanta Falcons fans. We watch every game, and we love to break down the film. We're paying tribute to the 1977 Atlanta Falcons defense that holds an NFL record for a 14-game season. They held opponents to 9.2 points per game. Welcome to the show. Okay, sorry guys, uh, it's taken me about most of the week to be able to get something out to you guys in regards to the Falcons playing the Indianapolis Colts. The Falcons lost to the Colts 27-24. to Man, this is, uh, this is one of the frustrating things uh, about the Atlanta Falcons is, is their slow starts. Uh, they, were, they were dominating in that first half. 20, 20 points were scored in the first half to three. The Colts came out, they looked sharp. Brissett, we made him look like, we made him look real good. Real good. I think one of the things that was frustrating me about that first half was the the lack of discipline on defense, the inability to wrap up, make the play, finish the play, stop um, stop plays from developing to bigger plays. Uh, Marlon Mack was having a good day. T.Y. Hilton had a great day, and really the Colts didn't do anything super fancy. It wasn't like they were they were they were doing something unique or new. But what they, were, what they were doing was being consistent. And so they were able to consistently over and over again make the, make, essentially make the plays that our defense was allowing for them to make, and they made them, and they executed, and they did a great job. They, were, they, they exploited our team and our discipline on defense, and they were able to capitalize and score 20 points in that first half. The second half is a different story, though. We come out on offense and, and we take flight. Uh, we end up getting 21 points in that second half, outscoring them 21 to seven in the second half. We had a much better game in the second half, and the Colts were essentially trying to um, hold on to that lead and, and, and be able to come out with a win. But we definitely made it interesting. Julio Jones, we can't say this enough. Julio Jones really is 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 the best is the best wide receiver in, in the NFL. He is. He, he truly is. He is incredible. At what he does and what he's doing this year, I, I think this is this this possibly could be a really special year if he can stay healthy. We may be seeing uh, we may be seeing something from Julio and Matt Ryan that we haven't seen seen before, and so that's really exciting under Dirt Cutter. I think one of the things that we need to see more of is Calvin Ridley getting involved. Uh, we were we are Austin Hooper and Julio Jones a lot of that game, uh, and, and 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 that's great. And everything. Those are those are very talented players, but Calvin Ridley and Muhammad Sanu. We we need to mix them in, keep the defense a little bit more in question on what we're trying to accomplish and do. Devontae Freeman didn't end up having a terrible day. 16 carries for 88 yards. That's 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 better than any other any other week. So we we, we were able to run the football, and they they were able to give that to us. I'm a, I feel like we were able to probably run the football because they were going to let us run the football, especially after getting that 20-point lead in the first half. So they were they were going to give us the football and let us run it. They didn't want to give up the plays that Julio Jones was able to make down the field. So, yes, yeah, I think Freeman was able to was get they, they were like, we'll let Freeman run. We'll try to eliminate um, the big play potential. This is frustrating for me because I don't, I don't, I really don't think we're going to be able to 
be the offense that we're capable of being if Devontae Freeman does not pick up his game. Uh, there, there's opportunities for him. He, he is. I think he's just playing under what he should be. I also don't think our offensive line is operating at full capacity and full strength. McGrady, it looks like he's going to be coming back this weekend against the Titans. That's a good sign uh, for us to be able to be able to get the offensive line to health and be able to play. That I mean, really, that is the key. If the offensive line can get back to health, get their communication down, we'll be able to run the football more. But really, in all honesty, if we can't run this football and we can't, this offense can't work that way. The way we're running, so here's the thing: if you're gonna, the way we're running our offense, we're trying to be, we're, we are trying to be balanced. We're trying to be a balanced, um, able to attack you from all angles, kind of offense, and, and that's great and all. But here's the thing: we are, we can't run it. We we are doing a terrible job at running the football the way that we should be doing to keep a team guessing and put us in position to take advantage of having multiple options. So I'm almost under the opinion, like until we can get there health, health-wise on the offensive line, well, this is 50 throws. Matt Ryan just throw it 50 times, and let's see what happens. We just we just dink and dunk. We get our running backs in space. Uh, we, we dink and dunk to them in space. We dink and dunk to, you know, Austin Hooper. We dink and dunk to uh, Sanu, Hardy, you know, what, whatever we can do, just taking the spaces that we get and making those into kind of our run plays, RPO it. RPO it like crazy. Uh, get Matt Ryan moving, moving around the pocket. When Matt Ryan is on the move, he's actually, he he, he is able to, to pick up some yards with his feet. He's able to really get teams guessing uh, and able to capitalize. I think he's, he's a smart football player, and, and, and when he moves on his feet, he's able to do a lot of things. I, I love that about um, Matt Ryan um, and his abilities. Um, I just don't think I don't think that until our offensive line can really improve, which which it hopefully will this week and in the weeks to come. I don't think we're going to be able to play an offense that is so balanced. We're so predictable, so vanilla in that first half. We have to come out, and this is this does fall on Matt Ryan. He has to come out, and we have to have a team that comes out and gets points in the first half. I mean. In three weeks, it looks like that we're a team that is sleepwalking in the first half of football games. Now, this is that is unique to Atlanta Falcons' pedigree. We are known for being front runners. We're known for blowing it up in the first half and letting it slide in the second half. The Colts essentially did that this week. Uh, they blew it up and then they uh, they let they let us come back in, and, and that's that's how they rolled. But that's how the Falcons normally are. So it is encouraging to see us fight back into the game. The team does not look like they've lost confidence in their abilities to make plays and to do what's being asked of them. The Keanu Neal injury is devastating. That is huge. I feel for the man. I don't I'm 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 significantly concerned that that will be a huge problem for us moving forward as it was last year. I think he is he is a pro bowl level player when he is healthy. This Achilles injury is hard because it's one of those injuries. It's it's we don't know. It's a flip of a coin if he can come back and, and be his normal self, come back and, and and be able to reach what he's capable of reaching. I'm so sad for him. This this is devastating to our team. I know that this puts us in a situation where where we're kind of going to be exposed at the safety position. And and props to the Colts. They exposed us. They 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 did, and, and they were able to. Uh, 
They, they saw the weaknesses and, and they got it. So moving forward, I think that for our defense, I mean, this is, this is very disappointing. You should be able to score 24 points. Dan Quinn, see, oh, man, this is – so based on the evidence we've seen so far this year, our defense is more what we've seen in week one and week three instead of what we saw in week two. So that's a problem. That's, that's a problem. The defense that we saw in week one and week three is, is a defense that misses tackles, a defense that's undisciplined, a defense that doesn't get pressure on the quarterback, a defense that allows teams to do what they need to do to you. That, that is not a staple of Dan Quinn defenses, especially when he was in Seattle. The defenses that Dan Quinn was known for running in Seattle were defenses that dictated the terms of the offense. They weren't reacting. They were proactively making the offense have to react to what they were doing. We are not accomplishing that. I think that starts with the pass rush. If we can't, if we can't create pressure, I mean, honestly, it comes down, and I know this sounds so cliche, it really does come down to the trenches. It comes down to the offensive line and defense line. We're weak on the offensive line. We're playing weak on the defensive line. What is that going to result in? That's going to result in plays, in big plays, great plays. That's going to result in victories for the other team because that is where we're weak. This is driving me absolutely crazy. Our secondary too, man. Oh, my gosh. It, it's so weak. Every That whole defense was, was – we have shown that we are on defense very weak. Offense, uh, we have talent. We have skill players. We, I think there is way more po- – higher potential and higher ceiling for us that we are not reaching on offense but i personally think that's because the offensive coordinator we have is dirt cutter i think he has a formula that he wants to it's essentially steve sarkeesian 2.0 that he wants to do a certain amount of things and that if we hit these certain amount of thresholds we're going to win the football game that's great but that when you you do that with teams that have rookie quarterbacks young quarterbacks you do that with teams that have that don't have julio jones you do that with teams that Essentially, our teams that are prone to making significant mistakes. Now, this this year, Matt Ryan has made some pretty pretty big mistakes. Um, the 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 pick there, that's a bad. That's just bad. We need to get the three points there. I mean, he forces. That's bad. That's bad football. He can't do that. He knows that that can't happen in the future if we want to win football games. You know, this is we just look uncomfortable. We don't look like a team that's really operating on all cylinders. And that's going to be the question. Can the Falcons put it all together? Can, When the defense performs well, can the Falcons on offense perform well? I think there's a lot of signs of, of hope. I don't think the season is out the doors. But this, this, these next, this game against the Titans is kind of a big deal because the Titans aren't good. Nor are the, the Colts aren't necessarily really good either. So here we go. We're coming in. I mean, this is... This is one of those things that you you really need to get a win against the Colts. You really need to get a win against the Titans. You didn't beat the Colts. Okay, so here we go. We're going to be playing the Titans. You got to get this win. If you lose to the Titans and you, you're you a 1-3, that, that's a – expect for a season, a pretty tough season for them and potentially trying to get into a wild card position would be, would be pretty difficult – and be a season of where, where, where essentially we're just trying to figure everything out. That would be very frustrating. So it's a big game against the Titans at 1 p.m. tomorrow. I mean, 1 p.m. on Sunday, not tomorrow. Gotta, gotta come out, block, get pressure on Mariota. He's not good. Make him make mistakes and, and get the win. 
I mean, that that's going to be the big thing. I think they will. I think. I mean, I thought they would beat the the Colts. I was wrong. You know, we we, you know, 27-21, I thought that would be probably the score with us with the win. Instead, the Colts win 27-24. And I think it honestly could have gone the other way, but our defense didn't get the Colts off the field. I mean, they just that that's just so frustrating. That's frustrating. And 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 how much does that come down to Keanu Neal being injured? And, and maybe just mentally just feeling checked out because, I mean, these guys love each other. They care about each other. They, I mean, it's hard when you see your buddy go down, especially um, like that. I think that is, that, that's one of those things where, yeah, we, we, we I, I, could, I could see that that could be a reason why they were, they just were emotionally kind of unplugged. You, you get an opportunity to get the Colts off the field with Brissett, get them off the field. Get the ball back with Matt Ryan. Let's go down this field. It, it's, you know. It's 27-24. Let's go down the field. Let's kick a field goal or let's, let's get the points. I mean, I don't know. I think if we get the ball back, I, I, I really do think that the odds are we, we're going to win this football game because the Colts were, were sliding. They were sliding. And so we needed, we, needed to, um, we needed to get there. So in the second half, the Demons did play much better. They gave up a frustrating touchdown in the fourth quarter. I mean, really, that, that was that's the game right there essentially. So you don't let them score there. I mean, you're, you're going to win the football game. So I'm frustrated. I, I'm annoyed. I think you should be frustrated too. There's things to be frustrated about, especially if Dan Quinn is going to coach this defense. I think we should hold him accountable. Um, I think this is, that is on him. So, and I think he embraces that. By no means do I think that this is like a hot seat. Like he, I really, I really love Dan Quinn. I really love what we're doing. I love that the team, I mean, if you remember before Dan Quinn, the way the team played, the way we lost football games was so much more frustrating because it essentially was just a team that, that, yeah, that that wasn't able that just they didn't love each other they didn't play like they do for each other on this team I think they really do care I really like that culture I want to keep building on that culture I don't think Cutter is the guy for us on offense but that's frustrating because that that's who we went and got out got in it and and I think maybe Dan Quinn I mean. There's something we are under talented right now, especially with Keanu Neal. Listen, I know Jalen Ramsey is out there. I'm okay with getting him. I think that would be awesome to get Jalen Ramsey to come play for the Atlanta Falcons. That would be that would be a defensive game changer. I don't know if we can pay for that and afford that, but that would be that would be big. I do think Dan. I th- I think we need to go out and get a guy, and get a dude. We need a dude. Uh, we need a dude on the defensive line. Another one. We need a dude in the secondary, because what we are looking at right now is a defense that is going to let a team score twenty-seven points in a game. We're back to where we were last year. We look like that defense from last year. We're gonna teams are gonna be able to do that. So. The frustrating thing is, is our offense has not been playing very well. So, and, and it's yeah, there's just things to be frustrated by because I think that a lot of it can come down to just some of it is just kind of coaching and philosophy of the way that you approach as an offense and what you're trying to accomplish and do. I want us. I want us to. I want us to be more explosive. So, 
That would be nice. I And I think that can't happen until the running game gets there. And I would like for some defense to be more aggressive. And I don't know. Let's let's just get really fancy on blitzes and let's just bring hell on blitzes and lose the game because the other team is just throwing dimes in man coverage. I mean, whatever. I just hate the way that we're losing these games because we're losing by like a million paper cuts. The Colts are just dinking and dunking it down the field and getting wherever they want. Missed tackles and, and these plays are becoming 15-yard plays because our discipline. So those are just the integrity of our defense. I mean, these guys aren't squeezing gaps down tighter, fitting, run fitting correctly, kind of catching blocks, kind of just things that are very frustrating to see. Maybe their head wasn't in the game and, and they weren't really feeling it, especially with Keanu Neal going out. So that can be understandable. So we're going to play the Titans. I think, you know, that we're going to win the game. I, I think they are on the ropes. I don't think they are as... I think it'll be close. I don't think by any means have the Falcons shown signs of being able to dominate a team. So, yeah, this game is going to be really, really close. I think it probably will be... I mean, in the Titans' defense is horrific. That means nothing because I, I have no idea if we're going to be able to score points because we may... we. We might not be very good on, on, on offense. This is big. This is a big one. Get to go two and two in this first four game stretch, and to finish even and and, and be able to build off that. That's big. To lose this game, be at one three, that's a big problem. That that'll be a big problem. So, a lot of questions out for Mariota. If he he he's gonna, I think he'll play well against us because I, I think really truly it's his job is on the line. So uh, this is this is kind of a make or break for him and. Uh, and that, and then, and I expect him to, to play pretty well, so we'll we'll see kind of what happens. I I really, I really think that we we're gonna win this football game just because of our chemistry. I think our uh, culture will win. I think the love that they have for each other on the field will come through, and that in the end, uh, it will it will be what leads us to a win. I think it'll be a by a field goal. Um, I think it's a Matt Bryan field goal in the fourth quarter just to take the lead. So, I'm excited. I think it's a big game. I want to I want to see kind of how we respond to an L to the Colts and see see if we can if we can close out. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we appreciate you and and everything that you guys do for us in the grit splits. Connor and I both are just thankful and just humbled that people listen to us. So, it's pretty cool. So, we're we're super thankful for you guys and uh appreciate y'all. All right, take care. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week. Thank you for listening to the Grit Splits. We appreciate all you guys and everything you guys do for us. If you feel so, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. That would mean the world to us. If not, don't worry about it. We understand. But if, if you feel like we, we deserve it, we've earned it, uh, please give us a five-star review. We appreciate you guys as our listeners. We appreciate everything you guys are doing for us in the podcast. Uh, go Falcons, rise up. One, two, three, four.